And now, a Blaze Media podcast. The title of this particular story is Greatest Ever Shredding Company Slogan. And you know what? That headline is correct. The shredding company is Allegheny Shredders. Their logo is the shredding industry icon since 1967. I'm not aware of Allegheny Shredders, but if they're the shredding industry icon since 1967, good for them. But their slogan, greatest ever. The future is here, and everything needs to be destroyed. Yes. Why are they not a sponsor on this program? told you that today but you do you look great and whoever picked out that shirt that you're wearing or blouse was go with what they pick out in the future because you look fantastic and remember age is just a number age is just a number and i give you a couple of stories to remind us all of age is just a number Woman, 73 years old, just gave birth to twins. That's a little frightening. Started having seven. I could see the 73-year-old males having, uh, you know, becoming a father. But a mother at 73, that's a little troubling. Did we just... uh, this is a side note to the podcast. Is something on fire in the other room? Why? Because I just saw like this giant light spark thing yeah, happen. Yeah, then, then you sound weird. And I'm, oh, look, there's a flame coming up from the board. Uh, maybe that's why I sound weird. Did, I mean, are we okay? Are you I all think, right? I think or? we're fine. Yeah, I think we're fine. Is there any? I don't know. I don't hear that. You look more like in, in, in fire than I do with the mood and light that you got going on. I there. know. I like it. Oh, you do? Yes. The back you, look lights, good. Yeah. you do look good there. Thank yeah. you. The darker, the better for me. We all know that. Also, uh, another story that will get you uh, age is just a number. 82-year-old man busted for burglary. He lived in Florida. The holidays would come around. He'd drive up to New York City. Sneak into the sneak into the high rises of uh, hoity-toity apartments, break in, steal their jewelry, go back to Florida, hawk their jewelry, live for a while. Uh, that is the way to retire. I accept that he got busted, and now he can't do it anymore. <laughs> 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 he got busted because he'd go, he'd talk his way past the security guards of these buildings, and so uh, he was he went into one building and he said, "I'm here for." Uh, I'm here for, I forget what name he used. Gosh darn it, what name did he use for the building? He says, I'm here for Bill's apartment. And uh, the security guard was like, there's no Bill here. Check check the list no, again. No, check, no, check, check the list no, again. No, no, no. No, I'm a cousin to Bill. I'm a cousin to Bill. I just, uh, I got to get in. And so then uh said, no, no, no. Nobody's here. Nobody lives here by Bill. And so then the security guard calls the cops. What kind of mean security guard is that you've already kicked him out of your building what are you calling the police for is he trespassing no so next right he said tried he, he forgot it was a different wrong building i'm sorry my cousin bill lives wrong in building. another one wrong building wrong building <laughs> he said he would walk into the buildings and then get his way into the building and he'd just walk around and if there were which is i mean he said if there was, you know, backed up mail or stuff like that, he could tell when people weren't home. But I thought people had, like, separate mailboxes in those apartment buildings. So there's not mail sitting outside your door. 
You know what I mean? Being delivered. Newspapers yeah, aren't don't being they delivered. Have, yeah, don't they have the... Yeah, they There's do. There's yes. stuff being delivered to yes. your apartment yes. and sitting out in front no. of the door, right? No, yes, you're right. right. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm not... So maybe he's not breaking into high... <laughs> the high-end places aren't quite as high-end as he thought. No, he's not going to the Trump Tower no. and leaving stuff at uh, Trump perhaps Tower. Perhaps maybe he ought to uh, stop going to the, uh, to the government buildings. But he's still walking away with jewelry and... He was dubbed the holiday burglar. I mean, they knew they were looking for somebody, but it just seems kind of strange. Well, you're always looking for somebody. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Because if you're looking, you're going to find it. Just like when you look through your husband's or wife's text message, you're going to find something you're not going to like. Not on my phone. I promise you that. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. There's four people in this room. And out of these four people in the room, your phone is the one that is most guilty. <laughs> so don't give me that. No, it is not, Chris, and it isn't right now either. Because <laughs> why are you locking it? Why are you locking it? I'll be deleting a couple of things right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, there's a new trend uh, happening in uh, around the world, and I, I kind of get it. But it sounds on the surface a little creepy. So when someone passes away, you either bury them, right? You put them in, you get the coffin, you bury them, and you're done with it. Put the headstone, then you go and visit them at the at the cemetery, or you get the body uh, turned into dust and you put it in a little container and you carry it home and you keep it on the shelf and you're able to have that person with you at all times or you turn some of their body into jewelry so that you can carry it with you at all times right and okay you know that person is with you at all times and we've we've become accustomed to those two different ways of remembering the people who have passed away well now people are uh and if you notice if you watch i watched uh what show was i watching the other day shoot and everybody had a tattoo they were show maybe it was just a, maybe it was just a football game and they were no I mean I, I've seen Ink and I, I my my wife watches that from time to time I she, love Ink she's a big Ink yeah. fan uh, and both the show and in real life and uh, yeah she just got a tattoo like yeah, what two months ago one. she's got a new one it covered yeah. up an old one that that I screwed up actually what do you mean that you screwed yeah, up yeah well you know apparently you know oh things aren't things aren't right uh-huh. man. wow no we. She, there was uh, actually I forget what it was. It was some sort of uh, medical patch that she had to wear at some point on her shoulders, and I put it over the one tattoo that she had, and it ate it up. Oh wow! It just, that, the patch. She was so mad at me for putting. I said, "Don't worry about it. It's a tattoo. It's, fine. it's not going anywhere. It's fine." Put an aloe on it. Wrong. Wrong. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't scratch it. Just put aloe. Put some aloe on it. Be done. Is it aloe? Was it aloe? My mother always called it aloe. I like that better than aloe. So I just, I just call it aloe. Now. Yeah, I like that. But I believe it's aloe. <laughs> but I like aloe. Okay, Hello. Everybody knows what you're talking about. True. All right. It's not. Everybody knows it's fine. It's like, uh, it's like uh, my mother always called uh, pedestrians pedestrians. And I can't. <laughs> you know, you see the sign pedestrian crossing? It's pedestrians. Anyway. So back to the new trend that's happening oh, to yeah. our deceased. Have you, All right? have you said it yet? Cause I'm, no. Okay, okay, cool. No. I thought I missed it. No. Um, people, and so that's what brought me to. I was watching television the other day, and everybody had a tattoo. I mean, it was, we were at, it was a sporting event or something, and. It was a big sporting weekend. We'll get to that, too. I mean, there was some great stuff that happened uh, sports-wise over the weekend. Boo. But uh, everyone, they showed the crowd, you know, and you saw people clapping or whatever, and everybody's got a, a tattoo here or there, right? I mean, it's a huge thing. So now what people are doing is people are having the flesh. Like, if you have a tattoo that was a really cool tattoo, and that's one, that's one a tattoo that, that's your tattoo, right? The mortician... Or what did you call it last week? Was uh, it mortician? No, no. You called you called it something last week. The uh, well, we're talking about some cemeterian. 
Yeah, that's right. A cemeterian. Yeah. Yes. So, cemetarian. so a mortician or the cemeterians. I think you have to be a cemeterian to actually do this to pull this one off. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But you, uh, you, you take the. Uh, it's called a save my ink forever. Okay. And you, uh, you cut it off, and they they save your ink. Your ink lives. Where? We're in in a case. Oh, so this is like when you cut off your ding dong when you're going from male to female and then to put it on a case. I don't know that they have saved by ding dong forever, although oh, they don't they right do now. If they don't, they do right now. <laughs> I think they do have a save my ding dong. I'm sure they do. Oh sad. I'm sure they do. if they if if they don't, what is wrong with you? Have you seen the procedure, how it's done? Yes. It's fascinating. So it's shows why i would want to do that i don't know oh I mean, that is just, way too much cutting and slicing yeah no thank you no thank you even either way yeah either, either way, way yeah either way yeah uh, either uh add a dick to me or take a dick away from me procedures yeah especially I don't think it's called uh, uh, removing the, the ding dong remove the ding dong i don't know what that procedure is called but removing add, the add ding dong to me yeah, I like that one better too. But like, if you, when you look at that, I'm like, why are you slicing? No, don't slice there. That does not supposed to go yeah, there. Ooh, no, and they go no. through. The, oh, it's fascinating. I, that's not the word I would use. Anyway, the uh, save my ink forever. So they they cut the they cut the tattoo off. Okay. Off with the skin. The humans. Which, yeah. How long? They've got to do. There's got to be some sort of uh, chemical to keep it alive. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, where do are they put in it? Are they put in the same place that they put the head of Disney and the no, head it's of some kind Cook? of it's some kind of glass container that has the tattoo in it that you remember. Ooh, that's kind of cool. What is it? Oh, that's my grandfather's tattoo from World War II. It started as a guy lawn, you know, cutting the lawn, the grass with lawnmower, not just a blob, like a ghost. But it preserves. It doesn't say how they preserve it. it just it's says a pretty cool idea, though. Frame. They just said they put it in a frame. With so many tattoos in the world, heck well, yeah, yeah, and then it's like uh, the the Jew people when they you know they um, they save the little circumcision thing. I remember from that documentary, Meet the Fuckers. Um, great movie, and there's one part of the scene where you know Robert De Niro is about to uh, fondue the little um, circumcision uh, extra foreskin. Um, yeah, just like that. Hey. You okay? Nope, it's just like that. Ah, uh, you, you are uh, just like that. Did I hit it on the head? Oh, you hit it right on the head. You know, Chris Cruz, that's actually a tremendous, a really good idea. When you were speaking the of circumcision, the Jew people, yeah, the circumcision. But what they really should do, and we were <laughs> we were talking about this off the air, and really, that's a that's a really I good idea. I think it's a good idea. Yes, is that with so few left of yeah. the Holocaust survivors, uh, there's you know the Holocaust survivors wouldn't as strange as it seems to say it, but it does seem like the People who were stamped numbers from the Nazis, and there were plenty, even around the world, but there were plenty here in the U.S. after the war who still, I mean, my father-in-law talks about people he grew, you know, dealt, did business with that, they had, that the had the tattoo. Wow. Yeah. I never seen one. Have you seen and, one? Uh, not in real life. No, I mean, I've, I've seen, seen them in pictures, yeah. and yes, but, I've seen. But what what we were saying is that. Uh, Save my ink forever should do that for the Holocaust survivors and preserve that. Yeah, and then give it to the, the museum. For the families yeah. or the museums. So I that it's museum for real. Be, it'll, it'll be much better for museum. Well, you're not going to be able to. I mean, maybe. Well, they know how to preserve stuff like that. I understand that, but you've got to be able to. You have to okay that through. Oh, the family. yes, of course. You know yes, I mean? I'm not going out there and being like, you know. Hey, we're taking your dad's number. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course, of course. But I feel like if you sit. If That's save a really my ink, good idea. They, should, they forever, should do that. They should sit do that. down with their families and be like, hey, we want to do this. Yes. We wanna, because, you know, remember, is it, what, what's the slogan? Is it remember? Never forget. 
you know, the never forget, that is a perfect yes, it way is. to honor those, you know, the survivors. Save and my it, young forever. We should contact Save My yeah. Young Forever. And then you could go both ways. You probably still have Nazis. You could go the other way too. You probably have Nazis that still have their tattoos when they were a Nazi. You preserve that too as history. Not the new guys that are do like the yeah, skinheads. The, yeah. Not those people. I'm yeah. talking about like the yeah. real Nazis that are probably still alive. If there, there, there's, I don't know how many of those are still alive, but there are yeah. some. You know, they dragged one out of an apartment in New York not long they ago. Did. Yes, they did, and they deported him. I bet you he's got one. Yeah, and I, and I say again, whole history. Go preserve this was history. Preserving we history. We should talk, try. Let's try to get a hold of Save My Ink Forever and talk to them about that. That's a really good idea. Glad I thought of it. Thanks, Chris. All right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar anyway. Desperately today, it's Monday. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, well. Look who's in the break room today. Is that Brad Meltzer? So, you think of fiction. You think of nonfiction. You think of kids' books. You think of comics. You think of television. You think of books to TV. Who do you think of? None other than Brad Meltzer. Brad Meltzer joining us in the break room here on Chewing the Fat today. Hello, Brad. How are you, my friend? Uh, so good to hear your voice. This makes me happy. Uh, so I go down that list, and the only thing I don't mention is movies. What's happening with you? I mean, I know we're hawking the new books. I got it. We'll get to the new books. But what's up with the movies now? Come on, you got to make something happen for if me. You can, if you can help me crack it, brother, I'm in. You got to can't crack it. I got the television we got. We got a new TV show coming. We got the books, but movies are just, you know, unless it's got a cape and underwear on the outside of your pants and it's a superhero, it is just hard to make a movie these days. <laughs> I mean, think of it. Like, I, you know, I read all these thrillers, the escape artists, all these others. When was the last time you saw a John Grisham movie? When was the last time you saw, you know, any of those movies that you used to see all the time? That's true. They just don't make them anymore in that way that they used to. Well, that's disappointing. We've got to make that happen. So Yeah, no, no. If you just if you just have eighty million dollars, um, <laughs> we can make one. You're the man with the eight million. Don't get me started on right, that. Right, right, right. Mr. Right, world sure. Traveler. Mr. All over the world. You're the man that's got that. Let's make that happen. Let's deep pocket you. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so uh we can we can we'll get back to that. But I know that uh right now uh coming out uh Tuesday, uh September 10th, 2019. Uh you have uh two more to add to your list of children's books hitting the shelves. And I know you're excited and they are what? Yeah, so we are doing, you know, we've done and you and I've spoken at length. We did I'm Amelia Earhart, we did I'm Abraham Lincoln yeah, all great. The idea being to give our kids, rather than lessons of fame, but lessons of character, showing them real yeah. American heroes with this biography series. We are now doing, my brother, the number one requested hero we get. It is I Am Walt Disney, and along with him, I Am Marie Curie. So uh, uh, two books coming out at the same time, and we finally get to unleash those on the universe in the I Am series. That is fantastic. Now, these are, what, the 18th and 19th of your series? Amazing. I know it's crazy. I mean, listen. You know, we, we the goal was always the same: is we wanted people to be able to give real American heroes for their family to look up to, for their kids to look up to. And I love that parents have used our books to build libraries of real heroes for their kids, their grandkids, their nieces, and yeah. their nephews. Um, and they've done it with I am Jackie Robinson, I am Rosa Parks, I am George Washington is one of my favorite ones we've done. And I love that you know, even since it's been out, we still sell that book over and over and over again. And now with 18 and 19 in this series, you really can build a library. Yeah. And, and uh, here's an idea for you to get closer to the $8 million. All right? Just off the top of my head. I'm ready. When you, I'm ready. When you release the 20th, put them yep. all in one little box and you sign every one. You just sell them all again. Just the box of 20. Right. You know, the funny thing is, is, you know, Amazon sells all the books. It's great. Like, I'm like, why don't you make a giant box set? I, why not? Buy them all. Like, why not? Exactly. I mean, I want to do something where we just like let people subscribe and you get one a month and whatever you get it. We get two a month. 
Um, but trust yeah. me, if you if you can crack why you know publishers don't <laughs> listen to their authors, let me know. So now, the last time we talked, you were uh, working on, and I and I honestly I don't remember if it was on or off the air, but you were working on uh, getting the show ready to go for PBS. Now that's done yeah, and final, so, right? Yeah, They're working on that, that is right? Done. It's happening. It, that comes in November. We're doing. Um, it's called Xavier Riddle and the Secret Museum. They're taking the, our series, The Ordinary People Change the World series, the I Am series, and they're making a TV show out of it. And so it's about a young boy named Xavier. He has a sister, and they have a best friend named Brad, the most handsome cartoon character you've ever seen. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, and they have a secret museum. They, when they have a, a problem in their lives, like they're being bullied, they go to their secret museum. They go back in time. They meet Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks teaches them how to deal with bullies. They come to the present. And boom, they deal with the bully. And every episode is a different historical hero like the ones we've done in the I Am books. And it's crazy to watch. Because, listen, I love when we're doing I Am Walt Disney. You know, we talk about, like, why he's so awesome, right? But to be able to watch a character named Brad that looks exactly like me meet up with everyone from, you know, George Washington to Abraham Lincoln to Winston Churchill to uh, Amelia Earhart is just so humbling and crazy and we debut november 11th 50 years and one day after sesame street first premiered so no pressure on us no no you're fine no problem now do you voice you no they want real they want no we want act you you want actors you don't want dummies like me who just you know (laughs) i can tell a story but i can't act and you want these kids to be adorable and i'm far from adorable oh no no my friend no, that's disappointing. You should have made that happen. Who is your manager? We've got to change this. The, the thing is, is you know, the funny part was when we, were, when we were doing the casting, I said to them, I said, uh, I, I said, they said, do you want kids to be the voices or do you want adults to be the voices? And I was like, well, our dialogue will be so witty and amazing. Only an adult can handle what we do and handle oh the comedy. Oh, my gosh. We want, it to be like, we want it to be like Charlie Brown was, and they're like, dummy. Charlie Brown was all kids. I'm like, I meant we want all kids. So uh, it quickly, they realized very early on, uh, do not have me as one of these voices. <laughs> That's really great. I'm excited for it. I, I can't wait to see it. I, it's it's really exciting. Now, you're getting, uh, you know, I, I read down this, uh, you know, your publicist sends me, you know, the new update on, you know, the Brad Meltzer uh, when, I, when you start hawking your wares every time. And I see that you're being uh, honored all over the place. I see your pictures traveling the world. I mean, what's happening? You got to be, you're living the dream. I trust me. I feel blessed every single day, every day, um, for what we've been lucky enough to have, you know, we're doing, I've been honored as a change maker for save the children. In fact, when you, uh, pre-order a copy, if you order right now, a copy of, I am Walt Disney or I am Marie Curie, uh, the publisher, Penguin Books, will actually make a donation of another copy to Save the Children, which gives books to kids that need them yeah. all around the world. So you buy a book right now, and literally a book gets donated to a needy kid. And um, that's incredible to me. So I love the fact that Save the Children is going to be part, you know, we're calling it Ordinary People Save the Children, uh, is what we get to call it now. But it's it's an am- amazing thing. So if you're thinking about buying I'm Walt Disney, you're thinking about Marie Curie, go buy it right now because you actually your book is actually becomes two books immediately and gets donated, which I love. That's fantastic. Uh, I love that. So uh, you're also uh, involved in, uh, in uh, bringing uh, a museum uh, to this neck of the woods. Is that still going on? So yeah, so I I didn't even know you knew that. Yeah, so I'm a board member. Oh, we can, uh, are we able to talk about the museum? Okay, we're able to talk yeah, about no, that, we right? Can okay, definitely talk about it. Yeah, right. so I, I'm 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 a board member on the Medal of Honor Museum, and um, I've been on there for a while now. And the goal is to build an actual museum somewhere in America. We're down to two cities. Um, one is Arlington, Texas, near and dear, right by you. Yeah. Um, and one is in Denver, Colorado. And there are sites going on right now, and meetings being held right now, and There'll be a big vote. I think it's uh, in the beginning of October uh, is the actual vote, and all the board members, we're all going to be together and figuring this out. And obviously the goal is to honor these uh, amazing heroes who win the Medal of Honor. And it's been really, you know, again, I can, you know, write these books and celebrate me and say me, 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 but if you're not giving back to your community, if you're not honoring real heroes who are around you, what are you doing? 
And so that's been just a really vital part. Uh, and obviously, having been to Arlington many times, many of them to see you um, when I come <laughs> right. to Dallas. Right. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's you know, it's amazing of all the places we got down to that it's you know these two places that I adore. Yeah, and look, and and let's be honest, Brad, it, Denver sucks. Okay, so let's just, just keep it right here in DFW. I mean, I, I'm just being that's honest. That's basically what you want to present to the board, right? That's what that, that, that's, you know. So we brought in Jeffy. He was going to tell you his real highfalutin answer, and that's what you're going to blurt out. Thank you. We can vote now. We're done. Um, right. So what do you? What else are you doing? I mean, you've got I Am Walt Disney. You've got I Am Marie Curie, which, you know, you, you're putting those out, and, you know, you can pre-order now and obviously help out the uh, Save the Children Foundation, uh, or you can, you know, wait till September. 10th and buy it from the bookstore and or have it delivered to your house uh but now's the time to you know pre-order it um and so you know you've what's the next novel what are you working on are you just sitting around doing nothing no i'm working on the sequel to the escape artist and um and you and i last time i saw you we were talking about the secret plot to kill george washington yeah right a nonfiction right. book for adults called the first conspiracy Which was the secret tremendous. Plot to kill george washington we're working on another book in that series, and that, you will hopefully see that very, very soon. Wow, that's great! So, uh, and what else are you doing? You doing any television, any radio? What are you doing? Um, so I am. You mean so the TV show, the next TV show, as you heard, is the cartoon show. Right. Um, and then we are constantly talking to different people about doing different things. We obviously talk to the History Channel because people know me from Decoded and yeah. Lost History, and um, and we love doing that, but. But I think, you know, once these books come out and once the next book comes out and the next book comes out, I need a nap. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll let you off the hook then. It sounds like you're actually working a little bit now and then. Uh, Brad yeah, Meltzer. Every once in a while. Yeah, Brad Meltzer. Uh, the new books, uh, I Am Walt Disney and I Am Marie Curie. Of course, the 18th and 19th books in the series. Amazing on the children's book and uh, trying to put something else together. If you're listening to this, uh, Chewing the Fat with Brad Meltzer, and you are uh, part of the Hollywood crowd, um, there are novels that he has created that would be great for movies. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're not helping my man out, but make it happen. There, I sold it for you, Brad. You're done. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm done. The success stories happen. I love you. Listen, let me say the one thing that I always need to say to you, which is, you know, I know you a long time now, and I started with thrillers, and then you supported those, and I started with the kids' books, and you said, I'll support those, and we did the nonfiction adult books, said, I'll support those, and now we're talking cartoons. I just want to thank you. It's easy to clap when everyone's clapping, but you were one of the first, and Glenn, obviously, all the dear place in my heart. So thank you for whatever the genre is, always being there and always cheering us on. Oh, you're the man. I love you. Brad Meltzer. And uh, of course, uh, you can get uh, all the information on Brad from uh, bradmeltzer.com. Thanks, Brad. Okay, thanks so much. You are listening to Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher, on the Blaze Podcast Network. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Remember, uh, if you're not already a subscriber to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, my first question to you is, what are you doing with your life? What's your problem? Good. They're losers. No, they're no, they're not. If they're not subscribed, they're losers. No, they're Cause not. Because only winners subscribes. The only thing- if you if you've if you've been listening. And you say to yourself, I'm not going to subscribe. Then you're a loser. But if you're listening and you're going, oh, my gosh, I could subscribe to this. Well, if oh, you're, yeah, then you're, not if a, you're loser. a first time listener, you're still a loser. <laughs> but you're a loser with pros, you know, with hope in the future to become a winner. And it's a very easy step to become a winner. All you, have to, all you have to do is click subscribe. Boom, winner. You remember all those promises Trump said you'll be tired of winning? The reason why you are not tired of winning is because you, you haven't subscribed, subscribed to Chewing the Thank Fat. You. So Once you subscribe... Winner. Now, for those of you that uh, subscribe on uh, Apple or iTunes, you can rate and review the podcast. Double winners. Those are the double time. winners. Yeah, big you, know, they, you guys are like professionals. No, Yeah, there are... Clearly. So, when you rate and review it, look, I, I've, I know you have busy lives, and if you... And I look... Do they have busy lives? They have busy lives, and they got a lot of things going on, so I've made it easy for them. Uh, They just rate and review it. 20 stars, best podcast ever. That is easy. Yes. And you're done. You've moved on with your life. You know what? Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. How can you? You can't even 
you can't even say or hear winner winner anymore in this world without at least thinking to yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Winner winner. Chicken dinner. I mean, in your head, you're thinking. You saying chicken it. Dinner. Yeah, you saying it in your head. No, you have yes. to. Even if you're at home and you hear winner winner. Somebody say chicken dinner. That's what I, I mean, that, that's life. That's that where we're at. Life, that's yes. where we're at. See, now, some people have taken it upon themselves to review and rate their own way, which is fine. Oh, that's even extra winner. You just went. Now, I know that. Looks, I know that they only let you click five stars for the podcast. I know that. All right. Still, though, this should be twenty stars. Now we've got some that says uh, they've clicked five stars, but they've reviewed good but not great. Wait, what? Yeah, I was confused about that. Very good podcast, really funny, except I was expecting more tips on how to hide pornography consumption and how to make a profit as a distributor. See, that's why it's not great. It's good but not great because I wasn't giving them enough information. Those those shows are coming up. Yeah, they are. They're on the plans. Uh, Cemeterian rating. I like that. Somebody playing along. I like that. 20 stars, best podcast ever. Okay? So you should have stopped right there. Is what I'm saying. Then you're, so I, they don't your have busy to do the lives. rest. They don't have to do the rest. Took the family to uh, PR on spring break. Oh, Puerto Rico, yeah. My question is why? Because but it's a vacation Tour guide said it's mandatory for all PR students to learn English. Yes, that's true. Good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like it. guess that started after Chris left. Oh. Yes. Did you, what? That's what it says here. I'm just I know I, English. And there's subtitles. We even bought subtitles for this stupid show well that's because of you though i know so you're welcome so you should not be complaining about my english plus let's be honest and i and look i i know you love the show and chris i got it he wrote that too big deal but the uh uh what people don't understand is if you speak another language uh and then you speak english which is why it is surprising that he doesn't know it better if he learned it in school uh, they have to process public school. You pro- oh yeah, even in Puerto Rico. Holy even Puerto Rico is worse. If you yeah. think America's worse, think about Puerto Rico. We freaking you, sit in bamboo sticks. Yeah. <laughs> you hear? I have to stop now for a moment because I could go a little bit farther. He just keeps pushing me farther and farther, and I'm not going to take it this time. We'll just leave it at sit on bamboo sticks. Yeah. Write your own jokes after that. Okay, you're on your own. Go, flourish. Um. What they do is if you're speaking English, they hear what they want to say in their own language Native first. Language, and then yes. they have to then it has to you know, they have to translate it and spit out, which is why sometimes it gets screwed up. I know that. I mean that's fine. Doesn't make it any more listenable. But I understand. I understand the process. It's a cool process if you think about it. Is it Yes, because really? you're speaking to me in English right now. I'm translating it. Then I'm like, okay, I need to spit out what I'm going to say, but it has to be in English format, not in Spanish format, because if I say it in Spanish format, it's not the same sentence at all. Correct. So, which sometimes you catch those. See, the human brain is a wonderful thing. Isn't right. It? It's just overwhelming. Keep the fat flowing. That's gross. Five stars, 20 stars, best podcast ever. It is a great fun break from the politics that are infiltrating every corner of our daily lives. You're welcome, I say. I know, which is why I start, which is why I believed that I wanted to take a break with this podcast and just do some things that just, it does infect us. And politics doesn't, like our world does not revolve around politics and somehow we've got not confused. We're also around, you know, how to hide your porn and how to be a better human. I will to, say, I will say, keep the fat flowing. Was by fish and chimp. Fish and chimp. Fish and chimp. Okay. And the next one, uh, twenty stars, best podcast ever. Uh, thank you for what you do every day. Keeps my sanity. You're welcome. And that was uh, that was written by Plugged Horse. A plugged plug, horse. That was written by Plugged Horse. That's a reference to the bit we did on Pat Unleashed. With the uh, with the service horse, <laughs> flirty. No, we weren't talking about we weren't talking about what's her face, Camille. Yeah, we were oh, talking about I thought Camilla. you were talking about Camille. Yeah, no, Camilla. Uh, Camille, Camilla. It's Camilla. Sorry, it was my fault. Uh, 
we talked about having the service horse on a plane, and I said the only way to you know keep it from <laughs> doing its thing is plugging it. So you uh, you, know, you got a plugged horse. <laughs> is that possible? It's really funny. You, you know, you grew up with farm and animals. I did. You know, my first job. I know you've talked about my, it. No, I don't think I have though. What was it then? Was it the horse thing? Well, you say horse thing. There's, I've yes. done a number of horse thing stories. Is with the guy, the old man. Uh, yes, and you were uh, at the tra- either you worked at a track, or the guy supplied horses to the track. It's one of those two. Okay, so obviously I haven't told the story before since you don't even know it. When I was a, when I was a little kid, I mean, ten, eleven, uh, Mr. Wallace down the street. I worked for the railroad for a hundred years. Uh, old man at the time. Then I mean. He's probably younger than me now. Uh, but he owned show ponies, and they kept them at the fairgrounds. Yeah. I know yeah. I've talked about this before yeah. because I, he, I remember coming home and asking my dad, hey, Mr. Wallace wants me to go to the fairgrounds go. and clean the horse. My dad's like, yeah, what are you talking to me for? Get your ass out to the fairgrounds. Would you let your kid no. go with a no. – no, seventy-year-old. I mean, I don't remember how old he was at the time. Just an old. He was an old man though at the time. He was retired and you yeah, know all that. He and had, had arthritis really bad. But we, I rode with him every Saturday. Went down, walked down to his house. He drove. Would you do it now? Would you let Max go or um, you? I would one? let Max go now as a seventeen-year-old. No, back when and Max was ten. No, no, I know it's difficult. No. Is it because of what, I don't two days? Know. Oh, you don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel what right in what way? Like Harvey Weinstein yeah. and Bill Cosby way, yeah. or like, huh? That's sad. I know that is really sad. And maybe I could get talked into it. You know, like, a, hey, Jeffy, you know me. I'm not gonna diddle yeah, your kid. So fine, I'm gonna, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. You know, I, mean, I could probably be talked into. Well, you have to think about it twice. You have to do like a family meeting. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be my dad like get out. You get out, yeah. But that was on. that was my dad with me though. My dad was yes. like get out. And that was what back in the eighties, seventies, fifties, or forties. Yeah, you know, it's back then. So was it like in the forties? Yeah, I think it was the forties. So that's when horses were a big deal back. It was then. back then. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget though, he did drive to the fairgrounds. So oh, there so were there were car- there were automobiles. Yeah. Just want to tell you that as you're investigating the story, not going to tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> was this in Michigan or Florida? This was in Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's probably the, the 30s and 40s. Yeah, good right. times. In Australia, in Australia, uh, a new a new law, a, a new uh, new rule is going into effect, and I love it. All right, it's the uh, keeping cats safe plan. <laughs> Right, with the cat by law, it's going to start in 2020. I love this. Cat owners are going to need to make sure their cat is indoors from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. every night. Indoors, households will only be allowed to keep two cats in their home. Thank you. That's it. And what happens? You say, "Oh, I mean, what if my cat breaks out, or and it it breaks out of the house, and we don't know what happened? I open the door to get a delivery, and all of a sudden, my cat out the door. What's that? No, my cat. It was just it just ran out. I didn't have a chance to catch it yet. Yeah, no. This 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 is cat season." You told me that they, they that the cats are dead, but it doesn't say this in the story. I keep looking for the. Are, are you on the Facebook page or on the story? No, I'm on the story. Yeah, they, they they're gonna go. Because you told me, they told me they they kill the cat. The cats are dead, but in the story, I keep waiting for the line. The, we will terminate the cat if it's out of the house. It doesn't say that in the I story. I read all three pages. No, I only have one. Oh, there's another one in there. Oh no. Oh, here we go. Hold on, hold on. Does it say that they're actually going to cat behavior? Body as cat is defined. Our first counsel will speak to the keepers. Undertaking enforcement action is unclear. What would involve 
Two cats will be exempt. If you already own more than two cats, you get the grandfather rule you're already in. Building capacity, address, cat numbers. Causing health and curfew is also the best interest of the peoples. Amy Ferguson, mayor of the outcry among locals. Love cats, tolerate cats. By law, Australian government plan to kill two cats. It doesn't say that they're going to shoot these stupid things. They're going to kill them. It doesn't say that. They will kill the cats. That's what people are so upset about. And the yes. curfew is from like 8 in night to... Yeah, eight at, 8 at night until 7 in the morning. I know that. I got all that. Yeah, if your cat is outside... It doesn't say that. I wanted to say that, but it doesn't say that. Undertaken force acts. The behavior doesn't change. It's unclear. If the behavior doesn't change... At the first, the council will speak to the keepers of the cats deemed a nuisance. If the behavior doesn't change, it's... Un- it doesn't say that that's what they're going to You have to read between do. the lines. <laughs> oh! And it's Australia. Oh, now it's between it's, it's, the lines. It's Australia. The story is not as good as it was brought up to be. <laughs> it's Australia. You know the, the Aussies are going to be like, cat. It's a domino effect. I will say that. I will say that. Have you seen little Fluffy? Oh, he shouldn't have got out of the house, man. Shouldn't have let it out of the house. Kind of sad day for cats in Australia. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, welcome to uh, the dessert section, the grizzle, the back fat, whatever you want to call it here on uh, Chewing the Fat. Don't forget that uh, we do have the CTF hotline uh, still up and running for your voicemails. Uh, 214-735-9356, powered by Patriot Mobile. And, uh, you know, if you have uh, comments, concerns, questions, or even just a thoughtful insight, use that number. Powered by Patriot Mobile. 214-735-9356. Now, in the past, uh, we've had uh, animal stories that we've used here on Chewing the Fat, and even prior to Chewing the Fat, when it was just the Jeff Fisher show. Uh, where they talked about orangutans uh, speaking and using uh, vocal ranges that made them being able to communicate uh, through voice with humans. And uh, now we have uh, scientists at the Indianapolis Zoo claiming that the great apes can control their voice in a similar way to humans by teaching them how to play kazoos. So that's the story. They're teaching them how to play kazoos. But I go to the story that's in the story, the news report. The news report is the zoo people aren't letting them play kazoos. It's just people walking up and sticking kazoos in the cage. And the orangutan blows on the kazoo. That's, I mean, big deal. But the news report is uh, very fascinating. Now, according to this, they have research. At the zoos where the team studied 11-year-old Rocky and 36-year-old Nobi at the Indianapolis Zoo. Uh, It's different than just blowing air like you would through a whistle. That's just blowing. I don't know. I got news for you. The news report just showed them blowing air. Okay? So I don't know what kind of research you're doing. But uh, we'll see. I know there's – all right, so you're going to hear the local news – and then we've got Dr. Rob Shoemaker from the Indianapolis Zoo. And then we've, we show a little baby orangutan. We show Rocky and Kenobi uh, at the Indianapolis Zoo. We might want, I might have to get them on the phone. I might want to talk to the researchers about this ring because I, I find it difficult to believe that someone just sticking kazoo between the bars in the face of a orangutan uh, counts as the orangutans are playing kazoo. The orangutans are playing kazoo. Uh, no, but let's hear the We'll head to the Indianapolis Zoo this weekend. Here's a live look through. Here's a live look to The animals here doing more than just greeting visitors. That's the right. That's right. I'll take it over from here. Part of the groundbreaking yeah, study. Right, right here I will pick up. It has scientists. Thank you. Talking. I was supposed to do it and to begin with and forget. Screwed up. Playing musical instruments. <laughs> Samantha Myers is here. W-G-N-O. Tell us more about it. Hey guys, well, the hey. scientists were able to teach two orangutans to play an instrument. Okay, but they, they never showed that. Ha- okay, she, oh, they're building us up for this. Scientists have show, taught these orangutans how to play the instruments. 
haven't played since you were a kid, and it's already That's changing the either, way scientists think about apes. <laughs> it's orangutan baby. The orangutan center uh, the at Indianapolis Zoo is special. Thank you. <laughs> special for the kids. That's the teacher taking with their the parents. kids to the zoo. It's an orangutan baby. And the large field trip groups. Where's the tiny one at? But two of these playful apes can do something no one okay, ever let's thought see was it. possible. Well done. Okay, <laughs> stop, stop, pause. All right, so that, that's fantastic. You think that's really cool. The orangutan played the kazoo. They just stuck it in his face through the cage. Any oh, animal that. at the zoo would do that. <laughs> you, stick a th- you stick a kazoo in the face of a giraffe after the giraffe stuck his big eight-foot tongue out, he'd blow into the kazoo. You'd get the same thing. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look who's a good little orangutan blowing into the kazoo, baby. Come here. Well done. They can play. Who's a good little array? No, they can't. Go ahead. It's different than just. (laughs) Stop it. No, baby. That's we need to rethink the research. Okay. All right. Go ahead. WGNO ABC News is reporting. It's different than just blowing air like you would through a whistle. That's Dr. Schumacher for the zoo. But to use a kazoo, you have to actually vibrate. Your vocal cords. But they worked. They were just blowing into it through the cage. That's what we're calling research now. Times are tough in the research. You have department. to actually vibrate your vocal cords, your vocal folds. Now see, that's what I'm talking about. That's the that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. The orangutans doing some distance, like the orangutans that we had earlier in from the show that were actually speaking using vocal arrangements. Thank you. Let's see Rocky and Kenobi do that in Indianapolis. Why? They can't. That's why. They can't. (laughs) Scientists at the zoo have found that great apes can control their voice in a similar way to humans. Studying 11-year-old Rocky and 36-year-old Kenobi. They say these findings may hold the key to how language evolves. That was pretty good. This challenges some beliefs that have been held for a very, very long time, um, and uh, people are going to have to rewrite their textbooks. We've already wrote Indianapolis on the map. This result has gotten international attention immediately. All populations of orangutans in the wild are critically endangered. Because you falsely advertised that they were playing kazoos. That's why you're on the international map. We absolutely need more people to add their voice uh, to support orangutan conservation in the wild. Stop using using palm oil from uh, Southeast Asia because uh, that's where they live, in the palm oil farms. And they're getting down to practically nothing. They actually are. They're struggling to live. However, um, the palm oil is used in products that we humans use. So we're not giving it up for the orangutans, man. It's like, and hope they hope they find someplace else to live. And that's what they're saying right there. They have palm oil users. Visitors now saying hello to orangutans that are changing the way scientists think about great apes around the I world. The zoo says there are a few oh, things you We're can do to desk. support critically endangered orangutans. They recommend only using sustainable palm oil because non-sustainable palm oil is the number one reason, actually, that orangutans are Wait. disappearing in the wild. And you can find it in a lot of household products like shampoo and lotion. And also, you can just visit the zoo because the zoo actually provides funding to conservation. Just visit the zoo, baby. Okay. So who do they send the money to? The, to the zoo the, visits. The zoo sends the money. Don't to, worry to, about to it. But to who? Nah, to they, the orangutan community? Yes. The liaison? Yes. What they do is the zoo drops off like pallets of orangutans. Oh, okay. Pallets of palm oil to the orangutans in Southeast Asia. Here you go. Organizations. The nose that component uh, of all of this. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, learning a lot. No, we we got need to hear work. this. There's a little after talk. Of the no, week. I want to hear the after talk. What are you doing? No, I want to hear the after talk. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been playing them all morning. Well, I'm not that great. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so the reporter so brought, brought in. Do they give these to you at the zoo? No, I bought them off Amazon. You bought them off. Wow. <laughs>
Okay, hold on. Oh, sweetheart. You they go, don't have baby. a freaking dollar store. You had to go to Amazon. I know, right? That's her tough. Look, she's, where is no, this she, at? She, this is uh, w, Indianapolis. WGNO. WGNO is not in Indianapolis, though, right? You would think, think so. that they had a live camp to Indianapolis. You'd think they're in Indianapolis. I don't think so, though. Maybe. WGNO TV schedule. Where are you at? Now I got to hold on. Now I'm ticked. I thought. You'd think that that's where it would be, right? But I, don't, I didn't feel like that was Indianapolis. Please hold, too. Yeah, it feels like it's Louisiana. Yeah, WGNO, that's Louisiana. They're off hold now. I mean, you want to kill the hold music? or? I mean, thank you. I mean, thanks for holding, but we already decided it was in Louisiana. For, for all of us, you all about the props. Look at you, all of us. How much are these? Pretty. Four dollars. Okay. It's all good. I mean, it's eight. I got it. Don't Twelve bucks. I don't say. Well, IU and Purdue football both have their. You know what that story was? That story is what the. I don't know if you know this about local news, but they get they get like network stories fed to them. Yes. You know, down the down the television world TV line, and they've got the they've got the package for the Indianapolis Zoo. Homegirl stands in front of the screen and goes, and let's go to the Indianapolis Zoo now. And there you go. So she sees this come down the line on Friday, orders the kazoos from Amazon, gets herself a couple, gets three kazoos for the show, stands in front of the green screen, let's go to the Indianapolis Zoo. And then walks back over to the desk. Kick my kazoo. Hurry, hurry. Walks back to the desk. It's kazoo time at the desk. I mean, she's that's that's money though, right? Twelve. I bucks. love local news. I, they are a local news runs, runs America. I love it. Lester Holt, I love you. You're my main man on network news, but local news man. So, runs what's the verdict? Did the orangutans or whatever the monkeys were? Did they play the gazoo? <laughs> I feel like I mean, yes, they did. But I feel like we didn't see the re- the actual research. You know, we didn't see they're talking big about the research and talking big about the orangutans playing the kazoos and doing that, but I feel like they didn't give us the research. <laughs> yeah, that's just some kid that's, sticking it in the yeah, sticking that it sounds in his like, face. You know, a bad day in the bathroom. Yeah, oh, I mean that's like grandpa sitting in his wheelchair at home on the holidays. I got a kazoo. Put, and they they shove it in front of grandpa's face. No, Grandpa, we want you to play the kazoo. Here. Thank thank you, Grandpa. Okay. I can play the kazoo. I can play the kazoo, too. In the wild. (laughs) I told you I could play it. Sounds like one of your grandma's pooters. (laughs) I mean, okay. I'd like to to actually see some, some footage. Because we have reports of old world monkeys combining items in speech. That nobody else that you know shows their communications with each other, how they communicate with each other over birds and different types of animals and different kind of grooming habits. So I mean, they're studying that there are communication aspects. I just and we do know that the orangutans actually do have you know a vocal range that they can pick up on. I need you to stop watching your documentaries because I feel like you're gonna just start talking about the documentary Planet of the Apes and the primates and the primate. Yeah, yeah I don't want to know that your research was compiling evidence from those documentaries. I'm just saying, <laughs> no, 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 look, I'm not taking anything away from the documentaries. Okay, okay. 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 The main documentaries, I think there was, well, there were the four really good ones, Planet of the Apes. And, uh, I love those. Those, those are great movies. The old version or the new version? Both. Mm, love me them. too. The new versions are great. Yes. The new versions are really James Franco did great. Hundred percent. The new versions are really good. A lot of fun. But they actually, scientists have actually talked about how the the different monkeys have different sounds and sequences for yeah. We all know that. It's like the whales and the dolphins, wow, and the dogs and the cats. Well, not cats. Cats don't communicate. (laughs) (laughs) They're jerks. The birds, you know, the elephants. We all know that. And if you put a kazoo, and for let's say, let's say you're in the, you're you're out swimming, and uh, a a whale okay. swims up, swims to, you, up to you, and uh-huh. you go, "Hey, whale, 
and you stick a kazoo in front of the whale. <laughs> now you've done research, the whale can play the kazoo. It's can I do that to an alligator? In fact, we should do that research, and the answer for you is yes. <laughs> you have no idea how I want that to happen. Before we go away, um, who said hey, we're going? Can I can I play you something? We're going away. Before we go away, can I can I play you something? Okay. I mean, hey, Jackie and Chris, this is Mandy. I'm calling in. I was just listening to the podcast. I had to pause it because I, I I like the idea of the chewing the grizzle, but I think I got a little bit better of an idea. Can we stop for just a second? Kind of disappointing that you weren't that you were listening today. Okay, go ahead. Our dessert section. Maybe, I don't know if anybody listens or if you guys have ever done the keto diet. Um, but Jeffy. Oh. Jeffy. Uh, uh, no one. Of, one of, one of, one of the uh, reasons why I wanted to be because she asked a very key question. Um, how many times have you done the keto diet? Well, well, she didn't ask you that, but she says, you know, if you've done the keto diet, but I'm asking you. How I'm many times? I'm have very you done? familiar with the keto diet. You, oh, you are. Uh-huh. I'm very familiar with the keto diet, and uh, I uh, I have uh, the reason I'm familiar with it is because I've been familiarizing myself with the keto plan. There are several different keto plans. I like the Daniel depending plan. On, depending on your your body type and and you know blood type and and different types. And then heart attack, pre heart attack, post heart attack, during heart attack. I mean, why you bring that? I think that plays a key role in the keto diet. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Yes. I mean, I've lost 25 pounds since Good the for first you. of the year. And I've, you've not smoked I'd cigarette like to, for... I'd like to say that I've lost more, but I, I've, I, I've gone off the wagon a few times. Oh, no. Yeah. Off the keto or on the keto? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Just, okay. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, me and keto, man. Are synced? <sighs> oh. Okay. Um, but there's a thing that, that I do the keto diet uh, that they call fat bombs. There's also a thing called, uh, in the Jeff Fisher household, called fat bomb. What are those? I can't tell you about it on the air. Go ahead. And a fat bomb is basically like a dessert that you can have. It doesn't, you know, have all the bad stuff for Okay, you. now you're, it's, it's um, Mandy. I, I just want to, wait a minute for just a second. We'll go back and listen so we, uh, we hear exactly what Mandy's talking about. But I got to tell you, and I appreciate the call, Mandy, but right here, you're pissing me off. Because you're talking like, you're talking down to me. You breathe keto. Uh, thank you. You actually the one that's been teaching people. You do and, courses uh, you know, the, the way the way, you're, the way you're talking right there on your little voicemail. I know it's voicemail. We're not, you know, face-to-face or anything, but you're pushing it, Mandy. I'll tell you that right now. And a fat bomb is basically like a dessert that you can have doesn't you know, have all the bad stuff for you. Yeah, see the tone right there. You don't like that tone? Uh, Go ahead. I don't want to cut her off. That might be another good alternative for dessert. Uh, Maybe you can call that fat ball. So, I don't know. Just an idea. Throwing it out there. Um, Anyways, I did have an idea, too. Oh, boy. She's full (laughs) of ideas, Jeff Fisher. I mean. She is full of ideas. Thanks for calling. Um, For, there's something else you guys talked about. I think it was for the... um, uh, this but, is a perfect uh, example. Stop right here. This is a good example of why. Remember when you say to yourself, uh, you know, somebody's. How long did you talk to that person? To your wife, say for example. Okay. And, well, we talked for a couple hours. And I, I got to tell you, I have never talked to anyone on the phone for a couple hours. No, me neither. Never. No. I may have talked. I, mean, I can remember talking to my mom for twenty minutes, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, you call, hey, how you doing? Love you. What's going on? How was your day? Oh, all right, I'm done. But that right there is why women stay on the phone for hours because she's already done with her thought. Thank you, the fat bomb. She's already done. Thank you. We're finished. I've already hung up. I'm done. And yet, she's still meandering. And then uh, she, to get to, oh, yeah, then there's, oh, yeah, you know. And there it is. And then there's another point. So you got to stick with it. You got to stick with the other point. Had you hung up, it would have been gone. Uh, the, the dating app for non-binary people. And I was thinking, I don't know all the acronyms for the LGBTIQFDHDEFG community. I'm sorry, but that I should have bleeped all that because that is very homophobic. Yeah. 
Uh, we I'll, let it slide. Uh, right. Oh, you let it slide? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. okay. But I do know that maybe, you know, because there's like that coffee meets bagel and there's those type of things, so maybe you could do like one that's like... Wait, the, there's a coffee, there's a coffee bagel, there's a kind, coffee of bagel kind, of, kind of dessert thing. I mean, I'm you know? a fan of coffee. I'm a uh, fan, fan of bagels. bagels. Huge fan of bagels. Yes. But, uh, I send bagels. Uh, yeah. We know this pre-keto days. LT meets G, but I don't think that's all the, the letters that they use. But that that might be one because E is, I guess, for bi, L is for lesbian, T is for trans, and then, you know, ELT meets G would be gay. I don't know. Just another idea. Are you we know, done now or are we going to ramble like some more? So I thought I'd throw that out there, too. Anyways, I mean, that's nice. Thanks, man. Thanks for the great content. Love the show. Love you, too. Have a nice day. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I just love that by the end she says, um, and maybe I don't know, plan your call, write it out, and you know, I'm going to say She's not this. used to that. No, okay, she's and, not. And I'm she's sick not. of you hollering at Mandy. I'm not hollering Chris, at I Mandy. I know you hollered at her. You called her talking oh. down to us. I, you, you said that. Holler, talked to her about rambling. You and said and that. And just stop talking bad about her because she's just nice and calling and friendly. and Now you're being a douche. Now you're being a douche. I mean, there's plenty more stories we can get to, but you already said before we wrap up, and then I didn't realize we were going to an 80-minute call from Mandy. So what was it? What am I supposed to call this Oh, the fat bomb. The fat bomb. Can you turn the music down a little when I'm talking? Or? I guess that's supposed to mean I'm over, right? Yeah. All right. Sorry, Mandy. 